0: Bam, bam, bam. What's up, wow. boys and girls? How's it going? That's right. All right, we are back. For those of you who don't know, you should know, this is Mundo, and of course, this is the Two Bears Media Review, where he is the vanilla bear, I am the chocolate bear, and we take a deep dive into the rivers of pop culture, examining our favorite movies, literature, and music. And this week, we got a couple of big hits on our, on our schedule for The Godfather.
1: Yeah, man.
0: seminal movie uh, from 1972. Uh, I'm going to hit it off right off the bat and say that this is this was, he's no longer around, but this was my father's favorite movie. Um, I've been watching The Godfather since I was probably 13 or 14. And even at a young age, you know, I could really, really see that Godfather was a different kind of film and and really kick-started the idea of, of how much I would grow to appreciate and love movies. I could really trace that all back to Godfather. Uh, vanilla Patrick, what is your uh, experience with The
1: Godfather? Uh, literally zero. So I brought this particular task up to us because, um, do you ever watch the Mojo videos on YouTube where they give you like top ten lists or whatever? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So my brother. Uh, <laughs> so little fun fact.
0: Sorry for interrupting you, but my brother-in-law yeah. always cranks things up in his top fives, top tens. Yeah. And then one day I brought that up. Like, one day he looked at me and he was like, "Yeah, man, your brother's scrambled eggs are like in my top three sc- scrambled eggs of all time." <laughs> I was like, "I was, you know, brother bear." I was like, yeah, yeah. Dude. I was like, "Dude, why are you? Why do you have a list for everything?" And he just said, oh, "I watch too much Watch Mojos." <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: Pretty accurate, yeah. They got a list for everything. Well, one day I stumbled upon best uh, top 10 acting roles that you couldn't replace the character or the actor that played the role. Sure. And um, so I went through the list and number one is Marlon Brando from The Godfathers. I'm like, you know what? Haven't seen it yet. I'm sure Chocolate Bear has, but he'll be happy to have the conversation Love and it. until today. Apparently, you didn't know I'd never seen it. So. No,
0: I didn't. <laughs> that is a. That is why. That is a shocker to me. I'm. It's one of those movies that I just assume everybody has seen because it's so seminal. It's yeah. so important to cinematic history, especially somebody mm-hmm. who loves movies like you do and I do. It is, and I don't mean this like, uh, uh snobbingly or or put officially but it is essential viewing for a movie fan it's essential viewing yeah. you cannot call yourself a fan of world cinema unless if you've
1: seen godfather i'm on the list for good and now you're good <laughs> now you made it now
0: you're officially yeah. a fan of world yeah. cinema
1: um, yeah um, no absolutely
0: i love this movie so much um and and because and another thing that i'm so excited about this episode is that you determined that you wanted to, to be the head researcher on this one. Yeah, man. I'm really excited about that. So I just put on my relaxing shoes. I didn't have to do any research for this week. Um, as I said uh, to you before we went on, I just know a couple of things about Godfather because I love it so much. For instance, I know that it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Um, he is a terrific director. It's written by Mario Puzo who uh, wrote the book of uh, the Godfather. And I know a little bit of background information about those two. Uh, But besides that, I'm hoping that you hit me with some, some really cool stuff. Uh, So what do you want to begin with, bro? Uh,
1: So I am going to begin with here. I'm just going to probably hit some, some of your basics here because I actually think (laughs) it's amazing. Some of the numbers that this came in at and, the things that this movie was able to do at a time when you know i don't think that money was just being thrown around people were you know it it just wasn't a thing
0: well this is this was released
1: (coughs) once again um in 1972
0: which is just a few years three years before jaws came out now jaws came out mid-summer in 1975 and was considered to be and is still considered to be the first worldwide summer blockbuster. So the reason why every big movie comes out mid summer is because of Jaws in 1975. So any big money making movie before Jaws is really an interesting point, right? Because now they market around mid summer and, Mm -hmm. and, this movie uh uh came out in in march if, if i'm not mistaken march or april yep in in 72 so yeah so this this was a big deal that it made so much money
1: oh absolutely i mean you're talking six million dollar budget 302 million dollars six how much six million six million was Get the, the budget fuck out Yep. That's per IMDB. Like it's just phenomenal.
0: Get out. (laughs)
1: Like, yeah. Opening weekend, 302 million. Wow. Like what? (laughs) Wow. And U.S. Well, worldwide, I guess you could say. But gross USA 134 worldwide 246.
0: That is absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. that For that time. Yeah. That's insane.
0: I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a hell, let's not, let's not mix words. That's a hell of a box office for now. That is right. You know, <laughs> there are movies that make that much. Now we're calling that a, a smash hit.
1: I mean, yeah. The, how do you not green light more, Take like two more, right? Yeah. And <laughs> now that
0: we're on the subject, we might as well talk about some of the other highest grossing films of of all time, which The Godfather was whenever it was released. Uh, Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Before that, it was Gone with the Wind was considered the first real uh, uh, box office hit. Of course, we're not going to count Birth of a Nation because fuck that movie.
1: Uh, (laughs) Never heard of it, honestly. So that's going to be a new one.
0: Yeah, Birth of a Nation was a silent film released in 1915 about the um, creation of the Klan, of the KKK after gotcha World, okay. after
1: the civil war yeah so uh, you're saying it didn't hold up <laughs> yeah i'm saying that it's, it's pretty racist <laughs> a lot of black <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of
0: white dudes with painted black skin and big old lips
1: right gotcha yeah okay <laughs> uh,
0: 1940 swept off their feet with gone with the wind came in at 32 million becoming the highest grossing film of re-release of gone with the wind in 1963 made 67 million. Um, this is adding on top of it, man for
1: uh, 1930. That is just a crazy number. It's insane because think like everyone, many,
0: everyone saw
1: it. Think of how many movie theaters there are. And
0: actually right. if you adjust this for inflation, gone with the
1: wind is still number one. That's- There's, Oh, compared to how much they spent on it and everything. Well, well, because if you if you translate
0: um, the if you translate oh. that amount of money into current dollars, right? It's like it's it's an insane amount of money. It's like three billion dollars, which is far more than Avatar or uh, the current number one movie. Um, Oh, no, Avatar is the current number one movie. It's it's more yeah, than that. Beat more out more Titanic, in. right? What? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah. So from Gone with the Wind, uh, you then go into a little bit of action with the, uh, with the great movie, great, great, great movie, um, The Sound of Music. That's right. The sound of music squeaking in, but only for a couple of years until another re-release of Gone with the Wind. So at, at three different points, Gone with the Wind is the number one movie of all time. Just remember that. Okay. That's
1: just not fair.
0: Yeah. I just did a double check. 3.7 billion dollars if you translated all of Gone with the Wind in 1971. Altogether, Gone with the Wind would break in 116 million dollars
1: good lord
0: but what would knock off gone with the wind in 1972
1: the godfather oh yeah
0: yeah with with a measly 142 million dollars godfather would be knocked off from jaws in 1976 with 193 million Um, Star Wars would take that role in 1982 on a re-release, ranking in $530 million, only holding it for one year until E.T. the Extraterrestrial came out, ranking in $701 million altogether in its re-release from 1993, of course, in 1983, it made a, a six hundred nineteen million dollars. <laughs> Jesus, this is amazing! Like there are movies these that are come like out these and if they make this much movie, films. this much money, like, like the Justice League that was released in in two thousand seventeen, made five hundred and thirty million dollars. That's how much that Star Wars made in
1: nineteen eighty two. On its movie was largely considered a fail.
0: Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that movie was-
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's insane. That five hundred million dollars, and they're like, nope, still suck <laughs> Yeah, actually, was pretty bad. Nineteen ninety three also sees the release uh, of Jurassic Park,
0: which almost makes it to the billion mark with nine hundred fourteen million dollars, and now. The Bane of My Existence, 1998. And I'm not afraid to say it, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm not a huge Titanic fan.
1: That's okay, but do you enjoy the humor part of it? Of Titanic? Yes. Like, whenever the dude falls off the boat and hits Oh, my his God, face? so great. In the propeller? Listen,
0: <laughs> Titanic only becomes a movie once the ships start sinking.
1: That's kind of, I mean, you got a point. Yeah. Yeah. But by that point, you're That's already. Like, it's like the Pearl Harbor movie. But that movie was even worse than Titanic. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying. Yeah, no, no, I agree. But yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Pearl Harbor took an awful American tragedy and was like, but what if we won it instead? <laughs> <laughs> so Titanic in 1998 uh, rakes in 1.8 billion dollars that's with a b people and would hold that title for 12 years until the same director james cameron comes in with avatar cranking in at 2.78 billion dollars holding that for nine years until avengers endgame comes out cranking in at 2.79 so the so Avatar's release and Endgame's release only has a like $9 million difference between those two movies.
1: That's that is crazy, man.
0: And currently (laughs) with some with a re-release of Avatar in the uh, Asian continent, Avatar is actually taken back over the number one film of all time, though I really wouldn't count it um with 2.8 billion dollars and that right there is a little list of the highest grossing films of all time just wanted to get that out of the way i don't i don't know uh i don't know when else we'd be able to to talk about this so i wanted to talk about that real quick
1: no totally fine um no, I, I I specifically enjoyed Titanic. I thought it was good for what it was. I waited till they re released it into theaters on the ten year anniversary. Oh, okay. So I got a chance to see it. Like, I never Did you see I, I see re- it whenever they watch it. Whenever they
0: re released it in three D.
1: No, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I I didn't see it. I don't really <laughs> like it, so I don't care. No, it just has like it has these the dialogue in it. I think is so i can't is the right word cheeky like they just have the right words cheeky and what is
0: like what is rose's problem she has a fucking hit she has a rich dude who like really actually cares about her and then she finds some slum irish dude that wants to go to america to do scams over there
1: He has no job
0: has no, <laughs> dude, has no security dude she I, god damn it i hate that character anyways let's stop talking about that movie and talk about a good movie <laughs> the Godfather.
1: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> uh, so i honestly as i watched this movie i was like okay what research am i gonna do i just honestly took notes like there's so much going on here that i don't even know what i'd research where it would like what would stand out because there is no moment that is unnecessary in this movie. No, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing. And that's the crazy thing about this movie is it doesn't move fast. It gives mm -mm. everything it's time of day to breathe. And then once you, it's it, it, it had that breath, it moves on to the next thing. And so once it does that two or three times, it sets up a couple things and then it hits. And then after yeah. that, every single scene is so important.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely. So I have a let me find this here in my notes. Uh-huh. Um, I have a review. I don't know the time frame. this is like one's I, I did a lot of this stuff looking up reviews and things on IMDB, what people thought. It scores 9.2 on there. Uh, there For for those
0: of you who don't know, that is basically... A 9.2 in IMDb basically means you have to be a Nazi to not like this movie.
1: Pretty much. And that's yeah. why it's only 9.2 because there's a couple people that are like, this movie sucked. And that's it.
0: <laughs> and, they're all, and they're <laughs> all Nazis. They haven't forgiven <laughs> the Italians for turning on them. They in made World that War black II.
1: and white movie you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. As of the birth of a nation.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, the Chicago Sun Times, uh, the quote is The wedding sequence is a virtu- virtuoso stretch of filmmaking. Coppola brings his large cast on stage so artfully that we are drawn at once into the Godfather's world. That is the first 20 to 30 minutes of that movie Yeah, was, it's cinema gold.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like I knew everything about these characters within 20 minutes, but with a wedding scene when there's so much going on.
0: So what do you think about the whole... Um, you can ask the godfather a favor on his daughter's wedding day.
1: I didn't realize that was a tradition until I started doing research. Uh, I don't know. I never heard of that. Like, I feel like that should be the opposite. He should be able to go to someone else and get favors, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) If if that's how it is.
0: (laughs) So uh, a, a real fun thing about this movie is that it actually influenced... Uh, real Italian mobs to be because they saw the Godfather and thought it was so cool. they wanted to emulate it and wanted it to be more like the Godfather. So even though there's a ton of people out there that think that you know this is a play on real mob life, it's actually the opposite. Real mobs became more like the Godfather. That whole asking the Don for a favor on his wedding on his daughter's wedding, is from the Godfather, not the other way around. Right. Yeah. So I think that's right. cool as fuck, right?
1: Yeah. No, and I, I it's one of the more like economical parts of the mob that kind of kept coming up. And I think it's a f- fantastic topic because it's a highly controversial topic, regardless of today or whether it was. In the 40s, it doesn't really matter, but the union. Yes. Everything ties back to a different union somehow. Yeah. It's I want this acting role. So I'm gonna right. do something to screw you over so hardcore that the union's gonna come back for or me. get screwed over. <laughs> because Friday.
0: now yeah. I'm the only one that can work for them.
1: Right. Like it's so good. Just and phenomenal. it does it in such but- subtle ways. Right. And I think that particular part, his. His willingness to do whatever you need, but needing you to ask it in a friend way. Yeah. He doesn't want you to come in and say, I need you to do this task for me. He wants to know that you're a friend. Yeah. He wants to know that you're trustworthy, that if you if he aligns your, himself with you, he's not getting screwed over in the end, or he understands that you're in the line of fire as well, because they know that I'm involved. Like that's not right. It's not minced words. It's if I do this for you, you're going to be on the hot seat. You better watch out.
0: Yeah. Now I, for lack of a better word, now you're my property.
1: Right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Even the one he says, you know, future, future need or however I forget how he words it now but a future task that he's going to need this guy to do later yeah um, and you know I thought it was pretty interesting that he didn't look at the uh the individual that's daughter got uh raped or was I guess attempted yeah. you know some kind of domestic abuse uh, as a wrongdoing because she was still alive yeah. like his his meter of bad situation is like, are they dead? Then they're fine. <laughs> like, like, unless you if it's his daughter. This, do you? Right, well, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless
0: it's his daughter, then, yeah. then we got some problems.
1: You know, eventually <laughs> he what ends are you up doing
0: beating do? his daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I watch, anytime I uh, see it, I'm like, what is this guy thinking? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh uh but that part sets up the whole idea of family honor right Uh just set up with everything that you're going to see from now on is going to be based on does it help the family are you doing something beneficial for everybody Uh, which long term obviously plays out in a very fun way for everybody if you're watching it yeah (laughs) Uh, and then you get Michael show up, Michael showing up, um, his youngest son. Yep. His youngest son. And, uh,
0: famously famously portrayed by, um, um, Al Pacino,
1: dude, I, when I was watching it, how young, right. Yeah. Like for a second, I didn't even remember, it was him. Like he just didn't look like himself at all from what I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal uh but i latched onto his character immediately
0: oh if you like him in this you would fall in love with him even more in the in part two
1: i'm sure i hear a lot of good things about the second one
0: yeah yeah he is so so important
1: he's 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 at this point stuck in that tight spot of i have a girlfriend who doesn't know anything about this do I tell her about the terrible things my family does or do I just stay out of it entirely? Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard question to ask and that yeah, especially thought. whenever, like,
0: Whenever the whole idea is that his older brother, uh, Sonny
1: mm-hmm. or,
0: or yeah, Sonny um, um, is would be the one who would then take over.
1: Which I kind of, I picked up quickly that that is not spoiler alert cubs that is not how that's about to play out um, right. as we've said
0: before we are the right we are the crown kings
1: <laughs> the crown princes of spoilers right don't
0: listen to um, us if you want anything spoiled
1: and 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 let's think about it it's been like 50 years yeah so
0: I feel like you're kind of the only person who hasn't seen it. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, i remember watching his first scene or two and going He's a hothead. That's never going to play out well. Yeah, and I didn't quite know who he was quite yet, but like right. I knew that he would be trouble.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely.
1: Obviously, absolutely. you've got gangs and wars and guns, and hotheads don't tend to. Come right out now, well you that really situation. don't know how
0: violent this movie is going to get.
1: <clears throat> no, you don't, and that is true. Like yeah. they set it up to a point where everything's done quietly. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like that. That can't can't stay like that can it <laughs> you don't expect it to but then it, it, it it's ag- but
0: then you know to convince uh the the studio head to give that dude the movie role uh they send a hitman over and they decapitate his prized horse and leaves it in its bed
1: yeah oh my god man that shocked me <laughs> so much and that's not the first time in the movie where I was shot like multiple times. I'm like, oh my God, this is happening right now. Yeah. Like that's that is how amazing a, it was.
0: Such an iconic moment. Like, like oh. such an iconic moment. This movie has iconic moment after iconic moment. Oh
1: my God. The moment
0: that it happens, you look at it and you say, oh my God, that has been done in a million other movies. But right? never as well.
1: No. And he's just the family lawyer.
0: <laughs> exactly and if that's what the lawyer is going to do
1: <laughs> right well so my I wrote a note down right after that particular part where they cut right to a you know a mini meeting and he goes yeah I slept well on the plane and I'm like that son of a bitch he just murdered a horse put it in this dude's bed and slept well on the plane home
0: like unbelievable dude sign. So <laughs>
1: But but yeah, also uh, gives
0: you gives you the idea that man these people who work for Vito, th- that's mm-hmm. the Godfather by the way Vito Corleone, these yep. people that work for Vito have been doing this for so long that they just don't care anymore.
1: You know Vito's Absolutely. their
0: guy, and Vito takes care of his guys. Let's not mix mince words oh, here. Vito man, takes yeah. care of his his dudes.
1: Yeah, even Luca Luca Brasi in the beginning, like and I so I. I have a question. Luca Brassi is my man. He's one of my favorite
0: <laughs> characters. Um, yeah. What's your question?
1: Yeah. So that, I have a question on him because in the beginning, he's just thankful to be invited to the wedding. Yeah. And I feel like I missed something. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it a second time. Like, did he mess up somewhere? No. And so, was he on so the shit side at
0: one point? You wouldn't know this unless if you read the book.
1: But okay, Luca Brasi
0: right. um, was a married man and I haven't read the book in, you know, 10, 10 years or so, but as I remember it, Luca Brassi was a, was a married man who had an extramarital okay. affair with a woman who was not of Italian descent.
1: Gotcha. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And she became pregnant and had a baby. And to cover this up, uh, Luca goes to Vito Corleone, the Godfather, of the Don, and the Don sends some hitmen over, and they kidnap
1: the baby and tosses it in an incinerator. I can see why that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see why the studio was like, "Nah, maybe next time around." <laughs> they then send over
0: some other enforcers to the woman. And pay her and pays her off to like g- fuck off and go live somewhere else and to never have contact with Lusa- Luca again. Oh and thus Luca has undying loyalty to Vito. Right? And that's and also have- why he's one of Vito's uh, uh top like enforcers slash hitmen is because. Yeah you know, he had this horrible thing happen to him and Vito, without thinking, you know, without even caring about it, tosses this infant baby into an incinerator.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, did not know that. That that makes way more sense of why he was surprised he was invited to the wedding because he seemed like he was such a big part of the group. Yeah, he is. He to is, get things yeah. done, so.
0: And, and once <laughs> okay. again, just... I'm not. Once again, this book was this this book written by Mario Puzo was adapted for a screen by the same man, um, and I always love it whenever yeah. the author writes the screenplay for a movie because they're the ones that would know what things they should cut out for a movie, what things are important, what things that audience members might not actually want to see in a movie. This being one of them little fun story about Mario Puzo writing this movie is this was his first movie that he ever wrote. He wanted to adapt his own book. He didn't think that another screenwriter would be able to adapt his own book. So he wrote it with the help of Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, mm. And the first draft of this movie was like 350 pages, which is like twice as long as what a film script should be. They shortened it down, cut some stuff out. And he whenever it went to filming, really didn't like the script, it would end up becoming the winner of the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay, which completely shocked him. Years later, he would go, because he wanted to write more movies, he would go and he would buy a book about how to write screenplays. And the very first chapter of the book is explaining why The Godfather is the greatest script ever written.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so he learned nothing
0: <laughs> so he learned nothing <laughs> he was just so good at it his first time
1: <laughs> yeah he was the lesson
0: yeah seriously dude, how cool is
1: that story uh, oh that's awesome yeah it, you know what it, it's so cool to see people that do that kind of stuff that are legitimately surprised when their work is acclaimed they're yeah. just like I did this because I thought I'd do the best job. I didn't think I'd win an Oscar. I didn't think I'd, all these things would come out of it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, um, yeah.
1: So <clears throat> you yeah, the uh, shit
0: out of this movie, man.
1: man there are dude. a
0: dozen, a dozen amazing quotes in this movie.
1: Uh, speaking of, that was my next point here. Um, Let's talk about. It. A lot of what I have ends up coming back to Michael, and I have a little fun. Act- fun activity list that i want to hit at some point here Uh, yeah i'll figure out when that fits best but uh, i believe it's uh, brando that says this the man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man yes absolutely Uh, and then immediately following that michael has his girlfriend in the family picture wedding family wedding picture Uh, yeah I don't know how many people would pick that up on a first watch, but because I was in that analyze mode, I was yeah. like, ooh. Well, we've ooh, talked I about it before
0: because of this and Film Harvest how like we are starting to watch movies differently.
1: Yeah. And it, that's a very small part, right? Yeah. But he just brought someone that isn't part of the family into a family picture. Yeah.
0: right. And no one
1: seems to say anything about it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Like-
1: Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And at this point, you got the movie role. All that fun, fun jazz. Um, As he should have. I mean, I would have given him too if, if my
0: favorite horse was found decapitated in my bed while I slept.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think at this point too, the lawyer goes somewhere because I have another quote. Um, oh, it's during that conversation with the director. When he says he never asks a second favor when he's refused the first,
0: yes, and that is important uh, uh, to being a, a Don as well, and that's yeah. also important to obviously the the most famous quote from The
1: Godfather: "I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse." Right, you know. Oh man, when he tells his girlfriend about how the one um, the one guy got out, how he got out of the band initially, yeah. Oh, like. Savage. Awful. <laughs>
0: I'll give you
1: 10,000. If you don't want 10,000, I'll kick your ass and give you a <laughs> thousand. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Thanks, Don. <laughs> you did it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's what he means is like, yeah, it, it isn't that I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse, and being that I'm so generous with my offers, it's a right. lot more that, like, I'm going to make him an offer, and if he doesn't accept it, I'm going to torture him until he accepts it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's got the right people to take care of him for. Him.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, favorite word, I started saying this for a while, uh-huh. uh, Goomba. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The one character of Goomba, loved it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, man. Any fun... Fun word. Uh, and then this is where you get your point. You're killing the horse. Things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, God. Like, to make another point on that particular scene. That actor. I, I thought he got shot in the leg or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe passed out and woke up to it. That's That was what my expectation was. Right. Like, he was in shock. Woke up from it. Whatever. Uh as a first time watcher, that should be that should just spark that entire movie off for you to know what you're getting yourself into. Um uh, <clears throat> so for the Cubs awareness, I intentionally went into that night of I'm gonna watch the first half of the movie tonight and watch the second half tomorrow. That's a long that's one. not what happened.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's not what happened at all because I couldn't stop watching it. It didn't matter like what scene was happening next. I felt the like magnet there was two for your movies attention. in one. It is a
0: magnet yeah. for your attention.
1: Yeah, and it, just, it did such a good job of that. It hit your unions, gambling, uh, narcotics. And then it takes a transition into the Don having to make a decision of does he go the drug route? Right. You know, they mentioned a couple of times that
0: if they don't get into narcotics, then the other uh, the other members of the five families will. And at which point that's going to bite them in the ass, it might not be next year, might not be two years from now, but 10 years down the line, they can buy more cops. They can buy more lawyers. You know, it could really come around and bite them in the ass. And this is where Vito Corleone is his most uh uh planning it's where he plays chess the best
1: and I think he's most aggressive in these particular moments because I love I love a meeting scene with Vito Corleone they were great like because because for him he's the one with the contacts yeah not them it doesn't matter what they think yeah and his his contacts were surrounded around the political landscape and the unions, yes. So, for him to go into that drug area would destroy all of that, mm. everything he's built would get ripped down immediately. And he's like, We can't do that. <clears throat> and of course, Sonny, the hothead, is like, No, we have to, it's all about the money. Sonny's even though, a bitch. oh, I hate it, <laughs> though- but, bitch. <laughs> but even though in the very beginning during the wedding scene one of the guys makes a reference to how there's 20 or 30 thousand dollars in that white purse yeah because that's just how it is there like money is money and it yep. doesn't matter <laughs> it's just another thing that you get because life happens and you're a friend of the dawn like <laughs> yeah so uh and it's because of it's also
0: because of Corleone's of Vito's uh, hesitation to get into this, that Sonny kind of starts to doubt him and, and starts to yeah. kind of move over to a man named Mo Green, uh, who mm-hmm. runs a big gambling operation over in Las Vegas. Uh, Bo Green. Mo Green is, is what another great character. Love this dude who is based on a real life person by the name of Bugsy Siegel, uh, who was a mobster who, who helped set up Vegas as like the big gambling capital center of the world. Fun fact about Bugsy Siegel, is he was gunned down in his own house in LA and the crime has never been solved. Shot twice in the head.
1: There's a few out there still. Yep. They I've been to his house. That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I've been to his house. I went on a uh went on a tour of LA and one of the one of the sections of the tour was like a, a Murder's Row where they took you to a okay. bunch of places where famous people were killed.
1: I'd enjoy that. It's oh, dark, it but I'd best. enjoy that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was interested in that and I was interested in where movies were shot. But then they went into like, and now we're going into celebrity houses, and I was like, "Fucking shit!" Like now I'm gonna have to. I don't give a fuck.
1: No, I don't live there. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't care anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so here is a moment of change for me where music became important because the music in the wedding was there, and that's great. Like the what it was great, you know, just 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 the position there. Yeah. But around this time with that meeting, the music in the movie starts to become super important. Yeah. It starts to tell you how you're supposed to feel finally.
0: Yeah. Quick, a quick mention music in this movie composed by Nino Rota. uh, Very famous Italian composer uh, who is mostly well-known for uh, composing these movies And especially whenever we get into the uh, assassination scenes, man, does it hit.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Man, this is what I'm talking about. It isn't just the plot. It isn't just the character. It isn't just the directing. It isn't just the camera angles. Everything about this movie is a 10 out of 10.
1: We'll get to it. But man, the camera angles in the hospital...
0: Like, this movie is not Holy allowed kid. to
1: be in film harvest ever. No, no, it's out. Like,
0: it can't be. Nobody can ever pick this. It's no. impossible to get a better movie than this.
1: Well, it, it breaks a rule anyway. But yeah. <laughs> being <laughs> but Academy way. Award,
0: uh, an Academy Award <laughs> Best Picture winner, but even yeah. in the finals, we're allowing Academy Award winners. Yeah. But this is not a movie that we can top. No. It's as perfect of a movie that you could possibly have.
1: Yeah, just about <laughs> just God about. Damn. You know, and, and as you mentioned like a 9.2 is just about perfect on IMDb because you're going to have haters that purposely bring it down.
0: What's a one and movie that has like, more than
1: that? Fucking Shawshank Redemption probably and my you know my own popular opinion on that movie. Snooze yeah, fast. You love it. <laughs> it's your favorite. Take a nap
0: next to the Godfather. Godfather's number two. And Godfather's yeah, number one for you.
1: Oh, God, what a boring movie.
0: I disagree with you there, but Godfather's a better one.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love uh, me some
0: Shawshank. <laughs> love me some Shawshank.
1: Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Remember when we, we like that we almost got into a fight over it. yeah <laughs> over it? <laughs> well, yeah, because the end, whatever. We, we're not talking about that movie right now. <laughs> you're, right, you're right, you're right. Let's get off of. We it. don't want to get into that. That's a whole no, other top, topic. Uh, so now you have now you now you're you're hitting that that drug side of it now, right? So you're getting. Here's another thing this movie does well: it introduces new characters to perfection yep you already know this character before you meet them yeah it's phenomenal yeah (laughs) he said it has a ton of characters it has
0: like a million characters
1: in it like i had to that one of the reasons these notes are so important is just kept me straight about which family members are, what family members and what side they're on and who they support (laughs) yeah Uh, it is
0: astounding that that uh, Francis Ford Coppola did not win uh, the Academy Award for best
1: director for this movie what won that year for director uh, cabaret uh, that's a toughie I feel like that's a 5050 not me dude this Ugh. I've
0: and maybe it's because I haven't seen cabaret in, in you know over 10 years yeah but I'll tell you what cabaret. I have not gone back to watch Cabaret like I have gone back to watch Godfather.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and that's fair. Yeah, that I I, I wouldn't rewatch Cabaret probably, but right. But you rewatch this. I see. I see how it would have been a controversial win. Yeah, but I also don't hundred percent disagree with it. I hear yeah, you. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's yeah. a great movie. Uh, All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, 1972, great so, year for movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Good stuff coming out. <laughs> Would have never known. Um, so now you're getting the Turks or the Turk, I guess. But I love you know, it. I love that how they introduce him as the Turk. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, this is where, correct me if I'm wrong, but Luca Brasi visits for the initial feel it out meeting. Yeah, Sunny has him go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, And unfortunately, I saw what was coming, and I hate that I saw what was coming, but they clearly were not interested in making a deal or being involved. Um, And poor Luca Bratsy. I almost feel like he considered it, but I don't think he would have done it. No way. Of course Um, you consider
0: it. You know, of course you like... There's that tinge that you consider it, but there's no way.
1: But you have undoubted loyalty to the Don. You can't, especially after that. the story that I just told you. Right now, it makes way more sense, like his reaction to yeah. that process. Um, yeah. And you know, they realize that, and they're just like, "Okay, well, you're useless to us then." Bingo, we'll- bingo, Garret. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not. I wasn't surprised by that moment, but it still broke my heart a little bit. Of course. Uh, yeah, great stuff. Uh, but they're not done. No, nope. obviously. They they still want to make that happen. They still need the contacts that the Don has. They need different people to make things happen the right way and get people in their pockets. So our old friend the lawyer, <laughs> Tom becomes, Hagen. Yep, Tom Hagen. He uh
0: The man, the man the myth the legend, <laughs> Tom Hagen.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they cut they abduct him and they try to get him to convince them as a group to commit um i forget at this point is he is the don sick yet no no, no that hasn't yet. happened he does,
0: yet he doesn't get sick for for a little bit
1: yeah yeah okay <clears throat> um so the Don's the, still oh my God, i can't wait to talk about that oh man so basically they go behind his back, they try and fucking- make a little coalition, right? <laughs> now they're like I'm going so pumped his dad. just
0: talking about it. <laughs> so pumped, so excited. Let's go. Oh because we haven't even oh. gotten to the good parts yet.
1: <laughs> I knew. <laughs> uh. I mean, we're almost at the good parts. We're we're we're, di- we're, we're like we're, right there. We're inching up.
0: We're inching up. Yeah. Once uh, once, <clears throat> once Luca Brasi gets gets killed. Yeah. That's whenever everything's like, oh, we're gonna play this game
1: now, and nobody plays this game like yep. the Corleones. No, and at this point too, that you are, you know, there's no secrets in the mafia. If you've talked to somebody, somebody else probably knows you've talked to them because mm-hmm. rats exist. There's always a rat. Yep. Always, always, always always
0: people trying to get to the next level in somebody else's family
1: (laughs) or double dip, right? Or they're double dipping. They're getting paid from one and paid from the other to tell them whatever they're hearing. So, yep. uh, and I, that was, oh man, great stuff there. That's going to be a fun one to talk about, but, uh, all, all the Don wants is fruit. Let's just talk about it. All right, you want to talk about fruit? Yeah, I want to talk about fruit. That's what I want to talk about. I
0: got fruit for you. (laughs) I got fruit for you. Okay? Yeah. It's not a theory. It is a fact. Oranges in all three Godfather movies symbolize death. It's not a theory; know. it's a fact. When yeah. Vito buys oranges, he gets ambushed. When Sonny Colleone passes a large billboard that has oranges on the pictures, he gets gunned down at a toll booth. Yeah. Every scene that has a mafia, a hit, or attack has oranges somewhere on the screen directly beforehand.
1: I I will recognize that now going forward. I'm, I've been waiting to drop that little tidbit on you. That's oranges, crazy. Oranges in the Godfather
0: symbolize death. Absolutely. So you're talking about any of the any of the hits? Uh, uh anyone that has a that, that deals with a Corleone member.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Yeah, has has oranges um somehow involved?
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, And then so this particular line I wrote down because being a three hour long movie you can forget things. Yeah. And they very artfully would remind you of things throughout this movie because there's a line where uh, Tom has to remind them that he's as much of a son to them as him or Michael. Yeah. And you know you kind of forget that because he goes off he does his little things he almost feels more of like a hitman for army like you don't think about their relationship there they kind of leave it and forget about it and he has to always remind them constantly Uh, that would be a tough life Uh, oh next is my boy Clemenzo Loved, 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 loved Clemenzo.
0: (laughs) You you fan of our boy Peter? (laughs) Peter, Uh, who is the most badass dude in the world killing people with a toilet gun? (laughs) Homeboy Toilet Gun. Name another movie with a toilet Uh, gun. (laughs) (laughs) This is another one of those in- incredibly iconic moments of godfather yep. you don't expect it yep you don't expect it but then he excuses himself from the meeting he's having goes into the bathroom reaches in
1: there and pulls out a fucking oh. gun but when you almost think there isn't a gun in there you're like oh my god michael's dead Because they make it look like it's not there. Like, what? Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yes, like there's just gonna be glass flying everywhere. Oh my (laughs) god, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. Oh so okay, this is a good spot that you brought that up. I wanna go through a list here, and guess what's and guess what's on some of the tables in that restaurant? I don't know, oranges. (laughs) oh god all right so i had to look this up because i'm gonna say something probably extremely unpopular but i don't think that marlon brando was the lead actor in this movie and i bet you there's other people that agree with me on this
0: Uh, oh no i i whenever to me there he is but there are actually two main characters in this movie.
1: Yes, and I have so for so years. Yes. People have told me yeah, about so, it.
0: so I agree with you, but also, um, I don't agree with you. I think there are two, actually two lead actors in this movie, and I think right. that you you put Marlon Brando as your top lead actor because he was the most popular actor in the world at this time. Yeah, um, actually, he was not the the film uh, company's first. Uh, choice for this role because he was mm-hmm. demanding such high pay raises for it. They eventually uh, uh, worked it out. He really wanted this role. He really wanted this role.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, hey, but they he was also—they're fine. He was also <laughs> very lazy. <clears throat> okay. Even in this movie, The Godfather, he refused to memorize his lines, and people would hold up cue cards of his lines off camera.
1: I love it. that that is
0: just to show how good of an actor he is
1: right he can literally just find a line and be like i know how to read that let's go
0: (laughs) i'm such a terror. and he would he he shoved his his mouth was shoved with cotton balls to give it that to give it that drawn to give it that uh, appearance in the movie he actually used black uh shoe polish to darken his hair for his audition tape um, no, I think that he and Michael are both the main characters in this movie. Um, yep. and of the two of them, I mean, I'd give the Oscar to, to Marlon Brando,
1: who oh, refused no. his
0: Oscar, no. Oscar to this movie.
1: That's ridiculous. And it shouldn't have been him anyway. Yeah. I am on the Michael train. Michael
0: was nominated for best supporting oh. actor. So was Al Pacino. <clears throat> um, well, Al Pacino, uh, James can, who played Sonny. And Robert Duvall, who played Tom Hagen, were all nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Um, yeah. All of
1: them losing. Yep. So I'm I'm going to read off from last to first. Screen okay. time in this movie.
0: Whoa, you got screen time.
1: Yeah, I got screen time, bro. Let's hear it. I had to know because that's why this whole thing started was, you know, he's that irreplaceable character. And I'm like, all right, we'll see uh so hear it. mama mama Corleone 25 minutes that's the low which I don't even remember her in it for tw- like basically the beginning of the movie well you'd think screen time she's just
0: like on screen doesn't mean she has to be yeah. talking and shit
1: no no so like it wasn't as yeah I'm sure like in some of those scenes with Sunny running around she was probably sitting at the table like
0: right right right, right, right. I don't know
1: I just didn't notice it because that wasn't what was happening at the time yeah um k was 27 minutes and connie was 27 minutes um i'd say that it was a bit lax on the women being on the screen but that was the movie that was um but they, the mob was a man's all, world Both so. of them
0: have much larger roles in part two and part
1: three okay all right especially um,
0: especially k uh,
1: k becomes such a good character in part two i i would imagine at that point um Carlo 29, Tessio 31, Sonny 42, and Clemenzo are both 42 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh your boy. The, yeah. The Don 61. So a little over an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom 79 minutes and Mike's 89 minutes. Um uh, I guess my argument is one time on screen. Yeah. Al- although an hour is plenty. You can get a lot done in an hour as an actor yeah in a movie
0: so i know. think that i think that as far as the academy and 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 shit is concerned it's a lot more of your importance to the central story than actual screen time everything in this movie is set mm-hmm. up by Vito, especially in the beginning and michael only really starts to get more and more screen time the more Vito uh gets less screen time and then of course uh, he dies
1: you know yeah, leaving. Only i don't know i Michael. i just wish that i wish that I there mean, was a way they could have recognized two lead actors and just do been you like, think
0: do you think i mean let's talk about silence of the lambs real quick uh
1: uh-huh.
0: would you consider anthony hopkins a, a lead actor in that i guess yeah probably so in a two-hour movie he has like 16 minute screen time
1: yeah that's you fair. know, he
0: wins, and he's actually the actor that has the least amount of screen time for a best actor win at the Oscars.
1: Yeah, you know? okay.
0: But he's so central to the actual story that you can't argue that he's a he's a main character.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess like for me, except for the couple board meeting room uh-huh. scenes. Sure. I thought that he more was like he was setting the stage of the culture that they lived in. I hear which you. Which I get how important that is, but yeah. I feel like another character could do that. Like Michael. Like Michael.
0: Yeah. Like that, yeah.
1: like something like that. But I just thought the evolution of Michael's character yeah. makes him a main character. Like I from- totally agree, which oh. is
0: why I say that I think that <laughs> the main character, the, the lead actor role in this movie is actually shared between yeah. the two of them.
1: Yeah. Like we're about to get into what I consider basically a whole other movie. Oh yeah. You, when they yeah. cut to Michael. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. This is still okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's happening now?
0: Well, absolutely. Well, let's talk for a second about, um, you know, real quick, this Connie situation. So Connie goes home a couple times and she has bruises all up and down yeah. her face And the family notices this, and Sonny, uh, the you know the middle son uh, of Vito, tells her, "If he hits you again, his 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 brother in law, if he hits you again, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna kill him." Yeah, and it it
1: happens. (laughs) They set you up. They really do
0: set you up. But because of this. But because of this, uh, Sonny ends up getting gunned down on the highway at a toll booth Um, right after he passes that billboard of oranges. Oranges cannot be overstated in this movie. I don't know why they're oranges, but they are.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Is there a meaning of an orange? (laughs) I don't know. Let's find out.
0: I'll tell you what, dude, even whenever I was, even whenever I was younger, the scenes of Carlo attacking Connie with his belt. Oh my God, dude. That is some of the most like riveting and depressing shit I've ever
1: seen in movies.
0: It makes you want Sonny to kill him.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. He, he was just scum.
0: Yes, yeah, scum of the uh, earth, scum of the earth. Um, it's at this time that Michael has moved um, back to Italy under the uh, uh, suggestion of his father. He meets a woman and they get married pretty quickly. But on their wedding day, a car bomb goes off and kills his wife.
1: Like this poor guy. And once again, this is where like... You get it. I will say this: I don't know that he married her out of love. No, he absolutely no, like no it was it a convenience shows, factor. It
0: shows clearly that he didn't marry her out of love. He's in love with Kay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I guess he assumes he's never going home, it's over. Like
0: right. You know, he's told <laughs> by Vito that he needs to stay in, in Sicily to maintain the family business there. So he's not planning on coming back. He's not fam- planning on seeing Kay, but he needs a family. Um, right. The woman was supposed to give him one but dies in a car bomb. Now, so now Michael has lost his brother in a gun down. He lost his new wife in a car bomb. He hears that his father was shot Well, knows that his father, father was shot and now we're getting the evolution of Michael as Vito's successor.
1: Yep. Oh, can I go back for like two seconds here there's a part i noticed we we talked about the shooting in the restaurant Uh uh-huh before he has to go to italy but i thought he was also in trouble a second time because i thought the one realized he didn't flush oh right he just left (laughs) Yeah. grabbed the gun and left and it looked like they may have been like that was weird that was really fast (laughs) i
0: think i think that's done on purpose (laughs) to make you feel that way yeah
1: oh yeah no it was uh, yeah obviously done on purpose but i honestly thought it was going to end up poorly not the way it did <laughs> so the fact that we got to this part at all was more surprising to me absolutely <laughs> him being where he is um and i i, I did enjoy too um, that he used his name huh to get the girl Yes. Like, he started to own the name and be like, no, 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 no. Something that he I'm was hesitant to do before. Yeah. 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 Now he's like, I've already killed a man. I might as well go with it. Like, yep.
0: <laughs> And he has. And he does. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, And Sonny's just kind of lost his shit. Mm-hmm. So you, you're seeing, this is where you see that fork in the road where you can see that one is clearly not going to get the support that the other is. Yeah, because they're not even headed. Like that is one thing that but also Sonny's a bitch. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. yeah. yeah, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna take the easy decision versus yeah, that the long easy play. decision
0: is going with Mo Green. and I love that scene in the Vegas uh, hotel room where uh, uh, Michael says to Sonny, i love you you're my brother but don't you ever turn your back on the family again yeah you know it's real good
1: well because it it, well that's a callback to somewhere in the beginning when Sonny talks about the drugs in the meeting yeah and he's like no no you don't talk i do
0: (laughs) and and something that becomes an even bigger plot point in part Mm -hmm. two okay yeah good to know yep
1: um uh, we kind of hit a lot of that uh, <clears throat> well
0: so now so now uh because of sonny's death and because of all this violence that's going on Vito wants the war to be over because he doesn't want to lose all of his sons right you know now it's what,
1: becoming personal
0: and that's what kind of influences him to say okay i'll get into the drug business So long as we squash this feud,
1: yeah, right. That meeting. Oh, talk about it! Oh, the five good old five leaders, the five families, five families, leaders Uh of the families, and they all just don't trust him to have their best interest in at heart, and. The winning argument is listen, you've lost family, I've lost family. We don't want that. Yeah. Everything else is fine. Losing a henchman, losing whatever, losing a hitman. No one cares about that. That's part of the it's part of the gig, right? It's part yeah. of being a part of the mob. If you're gonna be a hitman for the mob, you're probably gonna die one day. Like that's that it comes with it. Yeah. But sons don't have to die, daughters don't have to die, things like that don't have to happen. Um, and we can end this and, right now yeah right yeah. um and i don't even really remember if he gives us like the specifics on how they're gonna do it but what i remember is him basically giving a promise that he'll do what he has to yeah and that's it that's the end of the conversation i'm the don i know how to fix it i'm just gonna fix it and you're gonna trust me everyone's gonna be happy and they agree on it and they're all like okay <laughs> they're all like shifty eyes <laughs> yeah Everybody, <laughs> what else are you gonna say you're gonna yeah. say no okay he'll just kill all of you co- quietly like <laughs> or not so quiet or yeah or yeah maybe he'll throw a bunch of oranges at you <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs>
1: oh god um Oh my gosh. I forgot to mention this, but another thing that <clears throat> pops up kind of like your oranges is anytime they're going to have a tough conversation, they offer a drink. Uh-huh. And I, I just enjoyed that very much. It's very even. Possible. Yeah, exactly. Even like the, oh, the scene of Carlo was just magic to me. <laughs> Where they're like putting his coat on for him, and they're making him all comfy, and they're like, "All right, car's right out there, plane tickets all ready to go. Oh yeah, a drink." <laughs> <laughs> Gets in the car, the dude. Yeah. He's like, he's like, "Hey,
0: Carlo, how's it going?" Yoink! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my! Like, oh my gosh!
0: So he's good. all, "Oh man, <laughs> that is such a good moment." Because homeboy's driving away, you could see the car driving and he's fucking kicking out the front, the front. Wing. And I was like, yep. yeah, dude, if, what if a cop passed them going the opposite way?
1: And this whole entire time, Michael has fully transformed to being the Don because he's done all this in the background at the same time as becoming a literal godfather. Yeah to his sister's kid
0: yep 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 yep, yep. and like, at the same time uh uh <laughs> returning home to marry his love k and pro- and uh, uh and wanting to start a different business ventures with the promise that they'll be legitimate in five years so he can get out of the uh get out of the game come on k come fucking on. real bitch
1: <laughs> well but before yeah no she she's not that dumb though she sees what's happening oh for sure as soon as all the guys get together um uh, but hearing michael talk to her the way he does at the end for just that little bit yeah was both promising and not promising uh-huh. because you know this is the one time i'll tell you about family affairs and that's it but you're like oh so your wife doesn't i guess plausible deniability yeah if she was ever brought on the stand even though well i don't know was it a rule back at that time that year yep, yep. that's been a rule a for one time okay i didn't know how long ago that was yeah so, okay, I, actually so it friend, I actually
0: have a friend who got married because <laughs> of that he got busted in a in a drug deal and him and
1: his girlfriend got married so she wouldn't she couldn't testify against him that's smart yeah there you go you know him fair enough yeah, I won't say his I name. Can... Okay. All right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, the people you meet. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, but
0: This is also
1: yeah.
0: uh, whenever we had that conversation earlier about Michael going to Vegas to talk to Mo Green, and he kind of like talks down to his brother who's been taking Mo Green's side. Um, this this brother being uh, uh, uh Fredo the middle the middle son, yeah. Yeah, I love Fredo, Fredo's a great uh, guy, <laughs> not so as cool as think... Sonny, but still cool in general.
1: Yeah, so I think uh, that's pretty much the movie, boys and girls. Well, uh... but <laughs> what well, yeah,
0: but we still have an important series of scenes. <laughs> what yeah i thought all that already happened well so no now after all of that it we flash forward a few years oh the flash forward right yeah okay um, once again you know Vito is out playing with one of his grandchildren yeah and what is he
1: eating uh phew, i don't know take a, maybe yes maybe the theory. listeners can answer him for us <laughs> that's
0: right he is eating a big old bowl of papaya <laughs> nice quinoa salad
1: they look a lot like oranges
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah he is walking through a a, a small orange patch uh, eat, by trying to open an orange brine right. with his mouth <clears throat> oranges. Uh, and suffers a fatal heart attack, killing oh. him and leaving Michael uh, to become the actual godfather, which he takes up on the same day uh, that he, he baptizes his sister's child. Mm-hmm. Right? As the baptism is going on, and I love this, this is the best fucking part because he had just gotten done telling his wife that he's going to go legitimate. This isn't going to be a serious thing. Won't be long-term. He is not as violent as the other members of his family. It's all cool. Don't worry about it. As the baptism is going on, he sends hitmen to New York and to Las Vegas to kill fucking everyone.
1: All of them. Every single one.
0: Everyone. (laughs) Oh my God. It is the best. Dude gets gunned down in the in the elevator. Dude gets gunned Uh, down while having sex with a hooker. Dude gets gunned down during a massage. Everybody dies. The tagline of Godfather should be "Everybody dies."
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god!
0: Kills Connie's husband.
1: (laughs) That
0: had to happen.
1: All of them, man, so and good. Jay
0: is now questioning uh, Michael's assertiveness into being the new dawn of the Corleone family, even though she he says that it's only a temporary thing, but knows as she watches the other f- family leaders walk into his office. That he is now the boss of all of them, and there is no escaping this life. And I will not ever
1: forget her face. Her face when she sees them all talking. That's one of the more unforgettable moments in that movie. She's like, "Oh shit!"
0: And that's like the last. And and that's (laughs) another thing, man. That is the last frame of this movie.
1: Yeah. What a ride! What oh, god! What um a freaking ride Uh, so my favorite my favorite death in it is when clemenzo takes the dude out on the road and just walks away from the car (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah they're just like just leave it let's go (laughs) let's just walk on the highway Uh, but yeah man that was that was a moment that was a solid, solid three hours. It was so uh, great. <clears throat> um, that's like I'd spend $50 for a-, <laughs> a Blu-ray, all the trimmings. I'm telling you, dude, this is like- where we
0: can't have this on because it would reach 100% yeah. for all of us.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, even my complaints about him being considered the only lead actor – I can't complain that much about that. Like, that's oh no, <laughs> going to give I it a twenty-four shit. out of twenty-five. Like, stupid. <laughs> no one's doing that.
0: <laughs> um. So uh, once again, um, I'm gonna bring up that this movie won a a couple awards from the Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, and uh, Best Actor. The interesting thing about Marlon Brando winning uh, Best Actor was that he actually refused the award and sent on an actress by the name of Sachin Littlefeather, who stated that he declines this award because of the unfair treatment of Native Americans in American cinema. True story. Uh, becoming one of the first actors to decline the award. Um, Another fun fact, she would go on to pose nude for Playboy. So even though we treat Native Americans wrong, we could still get them naked for a magazine, for a smug magazine. (laughs) What a fact to know in life. (laughs) Yeah, they would actually, they would actually not release her photos because of all of that.
1: Yeah, that's a... um... So I got a chance to, I did some digging on the awards. Uh huh. Um, it's, I mean, come on, like you can't get much better. <laughs> what were the other nominated movies for Best Picture? Uh, that I don't know. I don't have that up in front of me. Um, I don't know that I really, I don't know that there could have ever been a movie better than that.
0: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Anyway, so. Don't yeah, worry, I love knowing what's for, what was nominated um, for Best Picture. And
1: won for the three we talked about really actor, picture screenplay nominated for supporting actor, which I'd love to know who beat him for supporting actor uh, um, uh,
0: which so they allow five actors to be nominated for each category. Godfather has three of them <laughs>
1: right. that's what I mean. like
0: you <laughs> because they so,
1: gave it to Sonny, right So th- no they they no they didn't give it to any of them. Oh, I thought Sonny won. Maybe he won for the second movie.
0: No, no so, he didn't because so, he died. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is so? So, the other two actors that were nominated that year uh, was Eddie Albert for The Heartbreak Kid as Mr. Korkhan. Okay. And the winner, uh, the MC from Cabaret, performed by Joel Gray,
1: which. I'm not going to okay. be mad at that. No, no. Cabaret deserved Yeah, to- I feel like <laughs> that it sounds like that was the year of like when Moonlight and La La Land were against each other. It was almost yeah. like that. Like, well, they're all in every category, who did better at it.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what I think sense. what I think probably happened is is there were so many votes for each of these three actors that cabaret yeah. was able to just kind of sneak in a win yeah in this category you
1: couldn't just pick one yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that's that's uh, the
0: way that i i think about it split the
1: happened. voting yeah that makes sense um uh, and then the second one which you know you've said other people have said it's just as good or better that i've talked to now and it won more awards so it's got the trajectory going for it that says it might be better yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that was uh, a that was a hugely anticipated movie. One of those things that nobody uh, really wanted it to happen. Yeah. Um Because like, the first leave it movie, as it is kind of thing. Yeah, the first movie so perfect that you know, and yeah. and and not only that, but it's great. It, it's part um sequel and prequel. It shows Vito Corleone's upbringing in uh, Italy and Sicily and how he
1: became. Oh my uh, God! It had it, it got. Had three supporting actor nominations for the second movie, too. It See? just won that time around. <laughs> that is just incredibly, insane.
0: yeah. And incredibly enough, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Robert De Niro would perform oh, yeah. Vito Corleone, uh, making that, I believe, the first character to have two separate actors
1: win awards at the Oscars for it that robert de niro guy what can't the guy do like <laughs> i just
0: saw a list i just saw a like, list of, of like movie critics ranking the uh, best uh performance the best uh best actor award performances mm-hmm. and number 1 on basically everybody's list was was robert de niro in raging bull he's just i don't know he's he's a gem yeah it sure is a little bit more of information about how widely regarded uh this movie would become so the godfather was listed uh in the afi so the afi is the american film institution and in 2007 uh, they released a second list of the 100 greatest movies in American history. Of course, they released it in 1998 as well, ranking only American produced and made movies uh, of all time. Number one on both lists
1: is Citizen Kane. Um, I've never seen that yet, but I have not heard great things. And I, I guess a lot of people. You don't have not that. heard great things? No. Wow, that is I've supreme. only heard bad things. Citizen Kane is maybe the
0: one masterpiece of all time. Okay. Um, in, in 1998, number two was Casablanca, followed by Godfather at number three. So 1998, Godfather was considered the second, the third greatest uh, film, American film ever produced.
1: I challenge anyone to find a better movie in 22 years. Well... <laughs>
0: In 2007, they okay. re-released, they did it again on the 10-year anniversary, and this time, number one, still Citizen Kane, but okay. number two, The Godfather. So it just gets better. <laughs> so it, it just gets more regard, widely regarded yeah. over time. Now, of course, also there's the uh, fact of the United States National Film Registry of the Library of Congress, which in 1990, I believe, uh, started saving American films for future use. You know, so that way we will never lose them, and we will always have a copy for of them for the rest of history. Uh, in 1990, the Library of Congress selected The Godfather and deemed it culturally historically and aesthetically significant to american cinema so this movie is will be reserved for all time forever now
1: i mean yeah (laughs) it would be anyway (laughs) yeah we don't need them to tell us (laughs) that was
0: the second year that uh the american film uh institution i mean that that they would uh That the Library of Congress would select films to be reserved.
1: Think about how much that 50th anniversary trilogy is going to be. Oh, it's going to be great. And how badass that thing's going to be. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm probably going to buy it. 25 bucks. (laughs) Oh, more than 25. (laughs) It'll be 25 bucks. That'll be $100 minimum. So now. My opinion. Patrick, that you have seen The Godfather for the first time. What are yeah. your
0: final thoughts?
1: Uh, I could rewatch it on the background of anything I'm doing forever and ever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Uh, it's just no matter what scene you come in on, something important's happening. Yeah, and that's I. There's not a lot of movies like that. There's not a lot of film at all like that. So, TV shows, anything.
0: Yeah, so, so you and I and and our and our buddy Noah, we just reviewed for Film Harvest a very popular movie named Donnie Darko, right? Yeah. Considered to, by a lot of people to be like their favorite independent movie or one of their favorite movies, and especially with you, we said earlier with like Shawshank Redemption, there are always movies. Or Citizen Kane, even though you've never seen it. I can't understand how yeah. somebody wouldn't like Citizen Kane, but there
1: are those out there. you know. I've never seen it, though, so it's not my opinion. It's just, like, one I never spent time on. I hear you. I hear you. And... I hear you. So there
0: are always popular movies that have their detractors, that have people who say that, wow, this isn't as good as what everyone thinks that it is, right?
1: Yeah. And it's t- it's tough too when you come in at this point like me where like everyone tells you so many things about something, and yeah. your expectations are up there. And, and I know, like, and I know a ton of people that just won't watch movies from that time period because they were made so long ago. They want more flash, they want more panache than oh, movies in the 70s. It has flash. If you had to rate technical for film harvest, it's twenty five. Like the gun play. The bomb, like all of it, all of it what was I, just perfect. Yeah. What I'm getting at is that The Godfather is not one of those movies.
0: This no. is a movie that holds up. This is a movie yeah. that you watch. And like I said earlier, there are 10, 12, maybe 15 scenes in this movie that you see and you're like, oh man, I've seen that done in so many other movies, but never as good as The Godfather.
1: No, I do Everything think.
0: Everything is so visceral. Everything is so real. And every. And, and it cap it, it demands. It demands your attention.
1: Yeah. You can't turn away for a second. Or no, you're going to miss something important. <laughs> it's just. It, it's set up that way.
0: It, it, it is as close <coughs> to a perfect film as you could possibly get. Just about. Yeah. You know?
1: And the only person
0: that I could think of that doesn't like Godfather is that stupid scene from Family Guy where Peter Griffin says that he doesn't like Godfather. That's right. Oh. The only person that I know that doesn't like Godfather is
1: a fictional character. (laughs) I can't imagine Seth Seth MacFarlane doesn't like the Godfather, but who knows? Oh, he loved. Maybe me. he was putting his own opinion through Peter. I <laughs> well, don't know. The
0: thing. Like Peter says that he doesn't like it, and then every other character gets on him for not liking it. <laughs> you know, like it's clearly yeah. something that's just there to to be a, a, yeah. a, a, a quote unquote funny pop culture reference from yeah. family guy. But I'm telling you, dude, this is this is this might be the masterpiece of movies.
1: It, I mean it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I look back now and I've you know I've seen other ones as far as your mobs go and your mafias, whatever. Um like probably most mostly most highly regarded for me before that was The Departed, because I thought sure. that movie did a great job of creating that storyline, but it the difference the for Departed, me was that the departed's great.
0: And oh yeah hearted you have that little uh, reference to the godfather where whenever somebody's going to die there are Xs that can be found on the screen that is a deliberate yeah. a deliberate homage to the oranges found in godfather
1: oh yeah no that that makes sense now that i you pointed out the orange thing i'm like yeah okay i see yeah. all of that right but my what i want to say between those two is you got the sense subtly that there was a rat throughout the godfather like you knew some somehow this information is getting leaked out but they weren't talking about it yeah you could tell internally they were like okay we got to figure this out yeah that movie is straight up like there's a rat we got to solve the problem uh, which wasn't as intriguing to me as as a watcher knowing that there's a rat And being so frustrated that they haven't figured out who it is yet. But
0: it's so obvious. I just wanted to know. (laughs) It's so obvious. No,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, I feel like, like, that's that's what I mean. Like, there should have been a part where, like, the part in the Departed when him and and Leo are sitting at the table together. Yeah. And he asks them, you know, are you the fucking rat? And he, like, gets all defensive. I'd be like, well, clue one. <laughs> yeah.
0: One more guess to who the rat is.
1: Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get it. It's a movie. We're gonna move on. And there's some. There. There's
0: some pretty forced dialogue in The Departed.
1: I'm yeah, the guy that right, does my yeah. fucking
0: job. Who are you? You know, like, come yeah.
1: On. But that one just—it's not as subtle about the topics it's covering. Where this one just had these. It—it it comes back to what I said too. Of letting you forget about a plot line for a while and then popping it back up out of nowhere. And you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. How's that going to resolve? Like Mm. I love when that happens to me, to me, the only gangster movie that even gets close
0: to the Godfather is Goodfellas.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen that one. So I'm sure I have to see that one now.
0: If you're now in a gangster movie mood, because of the godfather mm-hmm. Goodfellas is my next suggestion for you
1: okay all right ever
0: since i was a kid i wanted to be a gangster
1: it'll be godfather first i'm gonna watch the trilogy and then i i will commit myself to you don't need to watch the, the next
0: third. i'm just saying that
1: well i got the remastered one
0: yeah but which gonna, is
1: apparently better and fills in some holes that's what you're gonna, you're the gonna say
0: i know that you're absolutely gonna love the second one um, yeah the third one you're gonna love but you're gonna be like that definitely wasn't as good as the first two and the second one you're gonna be like that may have That's been better fair. than the first one
1: i keep hearing that so i'm excited to see it okay. and now i'm not afraid of having those high hopes because the now first the bar one met, set. well the first one hit that high bar yeah and i did not see that and coming yeah. And then like what blew by and I'm like, what? Okay. All right. I see what people are saying.
0: You know me, dude. You know me, dude. Um, you know that I will not watch something just because everybody tells me that I should watch it.
1: No. Yeah. You know Absolutely that. not. It? Yeah. 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 No,
0: that's our Godfather conversation. Yeah. bro. Oh I can't gosh. think of anything else I want to say about this movie.
1: Uh, i'm just excited for the second one yeah. i'm excited to watch the first one again without taking notes and just enjoying it yeah <laughs> for Absolutely. enjoying all like seeing all the stuff in the background and Noticing not having to focus forces. on its plot yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know the plot i know what's happening so now i can just enjoy it for what it is and okay. So, like, yeah. I want to focus more on the music. I think the music played way more of a part in it than I got a chance. To oh recognize. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I like, said, dude, whenever I, those
0: assassination scenes have any one yeah. of them, any scene that yeah. somebody dies in it, it, it's so important with. Yeah. The music.
1: And I also want to check out camera angles next time too. Like I think that I missed out on some of that just from having to watch people talk. <laughs> sure. And see what they were saying. But yeah. for all of you out there, I was doing it right. I was on my porch. I had my iPad out there. all will set up nice little HD hookup here on my, on my iPad. And I had my cigar pop in. So I was smoking a cigar, watching some Godfather love and it. it was beautiful. I
0: love it. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it.
1: It was the mood, man. I set the mood, right? So it was good stuff.
0: All right, Vanilla. What have you been reading? What have you been watching? What have you been playing?
1: Uh, I got myself. I started the third book of IQ eighty four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Very small amount of it though, because I started playing Outriders, and that's actually kind of fun. Okay. Um, uh, so for those of you who don't know or haven't played it, it's basically you're trying to get you're an altered, so you have these anomaly abilities because of this storm. Certain people could take in the storm's abilities, or however it is they explain it. Um. Uh, and you're trying to basically find a new earth to settle on because your earth was destroyed. No. But it's more of like a shoot 'em up type of game, like a gears, like, gotcha. like gears kind of game, one. gears five type deal. Yeah. Um, but super fun little quests to do. Um, but I'm I I want to put some focus on reading that book because it's the third one. I'm almost done it. But I want to know how the ghost writing of the novel works out within the novel that it is yeah and how these two characters come together because i didn't realize like i have a new spin on two of the characters and why they're in love with each other even though they've only talked to each other one time when they were 10 years old and now they're like early 30s or late 20s so it's like they have this odd effatuation with each other that isn't necessary Mm -hmm. and i want to know I want to know the story of why they have never met anyone else that brings them to that point. So um, yeah, I, I do want to finish that. I'll get there. Um, for any of you that are also interested, I'm slowly reading Matthew McConaughey's book because it's super depressing. Um,
0: well, all right, all it's right, not a
1: great right. mood <laughs> book. Yeah. It's not a good mood book. So it's like one chapter at a time, like once a week, I'll get through it. you always do (laughs) yeah it'll get there but like the one whole chapter is about his family abuse so that was like what (laughs) oh it was weird man what are you doing uh not
0: really watching a lot of things right now Uh, main thing that i'm watching that i'm constantly annoying all of my friends about is invincible oh i know You got to check it out. Uh, Because of the show, I am tearing through the comic series. It's 144 issues. I have the compendium one that is issues one through 44. I am currently waiting on the second one, which will take me up to, I think, like 100, uh, issue 100 or so, uh, which I think is coming on Tuesday, which is 420. So I'm just going to get high as fuck and read all of it one day. Super excited about that. I love this comic book. It's becoming my favorite superhero based comic book series ever um i am also currently reading a comic series called fables which is like uh you know classic fairy tales that have been kicked out of fairy tale land and have been living in new york city in an underground community for like 200 years it's pretty good um it could get a little bit long-winded unlike invincible which is just like action-packed as fuck Um, In my free time away from reading these comic books, I am currently playing Immortal Phoenix Rising, which is
1: uh, a a Greek mythology-based game. Um, Oh, by the way, Steve uh, was on IGN. This is related to this game. Um, He was on IGN and saw that there was DLC coming out, and he goes, oh, wouldn't Mundo play this? I was like, oh my god, you're calling him Mundo. This is great.
0: (laughs) What was he
1: calling me (laughs) before? Lewis? Yeah.
0: Oh, Yeah,
1: you've you've transitioned. You're now Mundo. Yes, I love it whenever
0: that happens. (laughs) I love it whenever somebody stops calling me Lewis and starts calling me Mundo. That's a great
1: feeling. That means that I'm- I have too many names for you. I get confused sometimes when I'm about to say your name. That's
0: absolutely true. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I'm taking The Invincible as my book for April that I'm reading, reading a book a month. And after that, uh, it's going to be May. May the 4th be with you. I'm going to be reading a Star Wars book for May. That's fair. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Has to be, right? Lines up. I'm trying to... Like one of the novels? I'm trying to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of the newer ones, actually, that takes place um, like a 1,000 years before or like 2,000 years before the events of any of the movies.
1: Yeah, I think... So there's one. So if I was to ever read the doctor who books yeah. i'd probably be in like retirement age because there's so many goddamn books that i could never potentially read oh, that's the way that it is in With a normal wars, human life
0: i literally yeah. have to go online and like look up lists of like best star wars authors because i'm not trying to oh yeah and, and a couple of them are really cool a couple of them are like ex, you know military that uh uh you know just big star wars nerds and uses their knowledge of actual military experience uh to boost up star wars there's a really good dude named timothy zahn that i'm a huge fan of i read his Thrawn trilogy big fan of that dude um okay that's really kind of all that i'm doing right now you know still watching battle bots
1: (laughs) hey man (laughs) battle bots yeah dude they got I totally go if that was a live thing, I'd be there with you. You let me know when.
0: Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you don't even talk about it. I love that. I've loved BattleBots oh. since I was, like, 10. <laughs> my, my sister oh came God. over the other day. And we were just sitting on the couch, and I was already watching BattleBots, and so I wasn't changing the channel. And she just could not stop laughing. She was like, I can't believe <laughs> you're watching battle bots at almost 30 years old <laughs> fuck yeah that's awesome it's a robot yeah, fighting time
1: <laughs> yeah i mean come on
0: <laughs> one time i put it on for my uh for my nephew ray and he absolutely loved it but he kept on switching up the the cat for it you know it's robot fighting time <laughs> he'd be like he'd be like it's time fighting robot <laughs>
1: it's it ruined the mood for you i know i loved it
0: i was like ray what time is it you're like it's it's robot time fighting <laughs> i love
1: it God. so much <laughs> hey godfather even got turned into a video game so yeah um my brother-in-law loves that video game i've never played it yeah yeah i don't know Yeah. but yeah Final note on that, I guess.
0: So just one last question before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. You are the casting director for the reboot
1: of Godfather. Yeah. Who do you pick as Vito? Currently. You have to pick a current. Oh, as Vito. So I saw a... Let me start with Michael because I saw a list of names and it actually named the perfect person and it's one of my boys. So it lines up. Joseph Gordon Levitt. I was
0: about to say, it's Joseph Gordon Levitt for sure. That's the only person in my mind that could.
1: It's the only one I can think of today that would be Michael. He'd
0: be a good one because he has that like innocent look about him that like like Al Pacino had.
1: Yeah. And I could see him being like his 500 Days of Summer character in the beginning. Yeah. And then then turning it up. Like his Batman character being in the police or whatever. Oh my God, I hated that role. I hated like that. One movie. of the main reasons I watched that movie. Oh my god, I hate <laughs> it so, so much. I was like, um, I was like, this is the best you can do for my man, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Like, get the. I'm fu- just trying out. to. I'm trying to think, man. Like, who would? Oh my god. Oh, put some old man makeup on him. Yeah. Oh, I, why am I? Blanking on his name. Oh shit! It'll come back to me. Um, who's who? What 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 else has he been in? Jurassic Park. Sam Neill. No, though no, the crazy dude. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. That'd be fun. <laughs> that's some. That's some fan casting if I ever heard it. <laughs> no. <laughs> He'd be, like, he'd, be he'd, be interesting. Like, he'd be like, he wouldn't be a final choice, but I think he'd be interesting. Like deals uh, always, I just can't like, think of anyone else right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there is one. I don't think he's in the movie. You think I think you gonna skip over Vito. I think you make a different story. I think you make Michael in charge and you're I done think, with it. Check this out. Hear me out. Yeah. Now, this is controversial
0: as fuck. But you change the Italian American aesthetic to African American.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And have, that changes things. And
0: have Morgan Freeman.
1: Dude. As the godfather. <laughs> Holy crap. How's that for an idea? Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson would obviously be in it. Oh my God. Yeah. Somewhere yeah he'd be like oh.
0: he'd be like the Luca Brasi character
1: oh man okay all right I got options I like that though that would be pretty good yeah oh if, like a Donald Glover
0: oh Donald Glover as like he'd be he'd, have he'd to be, be like, in it he'd have to be like the younger son
1: yeah he'd um, have to be like Fredo and maybe Ooh, Michael about, Jordan,
0: Maybe Michael B. Jordan. As
1: uh, oh man, Michael. I got one. I got one. Uh, Hold on, it's coming. I'm excited. I'm excited for this fan casting. I got it. Uh-huh. I think. I think it's gonna nail it. Um. <clears throat> oh my god, I can't ever say his name because it's a weird fucking name. But <laughs> oh, is Mad, it Mads Mickelson. Oh yes. Yeah. He'd be good.
0: Oh absolutely. Yeah. He'd he'd slay it.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. He'd oh man. That
0: might be the choice for Vito.
1: Yeah. That would be really good. He's like that perfect age. Yeah. Where he wants to get out of the game, but he needs someone to step up and take it over.
0: All you Uh, would need to do is put on a little bit of makeup for him. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh man, him and Joseph Gordon-Levitt having to work together. Oh, that I a, think a, that would be. That'd be
0: a great pairing. Oh, yeah.
1: I do wonder who Sunny would be. Uh, like, who's uh, like that oh, rambunctious actor? Sonny.
0: That's the oldest brother. That is yeah. for sure Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is what million percent Benedict Cumberbatch?
1: <laughs> that with his American accent, I love yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. We just fantasy, care. we just fantasy booked, and then obviously Rachel McAdams and probably like Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, would be great mob wives oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah those those would fit. be
1: good choices, especially Rachel McAdams. Yeah,
0: she couldn't not oh be. Oh
1: my this gosh, movie. nailed it. Yeah,
0: ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, you should know. This has been Two Bears Media Review. That has been our Vanilla Bear. I am your Chocolate Bear. And we'll see you next time. And remember, Mortal Kombat's coming out. Batista for Goro.